0: And you're listening to
1: Just Just
0: Ghouly Things. things. Hey, Boo Things, and welcome back to Just Ghouly Things, the quarantine spooky story special, episode 49. And we are your Bootsyful hosts, Rebecca and Lily. Hey. So, welcome back to Just Ghouly Things, the quarantine spooky story special. And we are one away from the big 5-0.
1: I can't believe it.
0: I know. I wish I didn't have to believe it. But that means <laughs> we have been filming for and recording for 50 days consecutively. Wow. So I was thinking, Lily, so I don't know if you saw that James Allen Ross DM'd us.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But he came up with the idea that maybe one of these days we can record but also do, like, an Instagram live along with it. So it's, like, us, like, recording, like, ourselves recording the episode, but like we can have like our boo things listen in live so they can Ooh. like weigh in on certain topics that we talk about. Yes. I feel like that'd be fun even if we did it like once a week with one of our episodes. Like just pick a random episode to do it on. Yeah. Or like every Wednesday or every Thursday or something. Okay. So yeah. I mean if you guys are down for that too, we're down for it. Change it up a little bit, spice up our lives a little bit. So for those that are new to the podcast Um, I'm Rebecca, and that's Lily. Hi, I'm (laughs) Lily. And for the Quarantine Spooky Story Special, we are recording 10 encounter stories every single day that we are in quarantine. And uh, yeah, usually we record once a week, but um, we have a lot more time on our hands. So we wanted to make this experience of quarantine a little easier for you guys and give you guys an hour out of your day to listen to some spooky stories. So if you enjoy these, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, rate us five stars and review us. The more rates and reviews we get, the higher up the charts we go. And so more boo-things or future boo-things can listen to Just Ghouly Things Podcast. Um, and if you aren't listening on Apple Podcasts, if you're listening anywhere else, that's totally cool too. If you could screenshot your favorite episode, the current episode you're listening to, and you know, posting it on your social media just to get the word out, that is just as much helpful to us, and we are so appreciative of everything you guys do.
1: hashtag Just Podcast.
0: Yes, hashtag
1: Just Things Podcast.
0: Okay. <laughs> so, Lily, you ready to start with the stories?
1: Yes. Let me just get to them. Okay. All right. So, my stories today are pretty short.
0: Okay, mine. Mine are relatively short too.
1: Okay. So, this one is called "I Think My Apartment Is Haunted." i moved i moved in august 2019 and things immediately felt off i have three instances of activity that i need rationalized to me first i was interviewing a friend of mine for a podcast hey not outside on my porch he was sitting on a wooden chair and me on a plastic bench we were just chatting away when all of a sudden i was dragged while sitting on the bench in the middle of recording we both freaked out and ended things there Later that night, I went to edit the episode, hoping to catch a voice or something. Turns out the audio was wiped from my SD card. And then Mm. a month or so goes by, and my roommate is in his room, my room currently, since he moved out. And he tells us that he sees this tall, white figure in the corner of his room. This happened once, maybe twice. The final instance is reoccurring. We hear footsteps and banging throughout our apartment and the one upstairs. Last night, me and my roommate heard a crash in the kitchen and saw nothing on the floor or counters out of place. Is my apartment haunted? And if so, is it by malicious forces? The end. Ooh. This definitely sounds malicious to me.
0: Definitely. And I find it interesting. So he said that the, like, the card, that was like to uh, record the podcast, right? Yeah. That definitely has something to do with the spirit because usually they take energy from electronics such as that and they use that to make themselves known. Mm -hmm. And also, if there's any evidence of them being there, they obviously don't want it showing, so they probably want to swipe any sort of evidence. Oh, true. Good Mm -hmm. point, Rebecca. I'm thinking I have my oatmeal with peanut butter drizzle and blueberries right next to me in my V8. So I am pumped, and I am full of theories.
1: Brain food. Hit me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, what do you have?
0: Okay, so my next one is titled, Crescent Hotel, Eureka Springs, Arkansas. Anyone ever stay at the Crescent Hotel in Eureka Springs, Arkansas? Years ago, I stayed, the, I stayed at the weekend there with my girlfriend and her parents. Late one night, my girlfriend and I were walking the halls, having fun exploring. Being the young male I was, I wanted a cigarette without having to go outside. Her and I were on the third floor, and being August, if I remember correctly, the hotel had their large hallway windows open to help alleviate the heat. So I sat on one side of the windowsill to smoke a cigarette, while my girlfriend sat on the other side of the window. Down below us, in front of the hotel, was a horse and carriage with men in black suits and tall hats standing there, talking to a few women in big bell dresses. I got done with my cigarette, and since we were right by the stairwell and my girlfriend wanted to see the horses, we went down three flights of stairs and out to the front entrance. There was no horse and carriage and no men nor women. I'm sure they could have left, but if if one knows the layout of this hotel and parking lot, we should have seen them riding away in their carriage. Thoughts? Ooh. yeah so um i feel like the crescent hotel i've heard of this hotel for some reason mm-hmm. um but then someone commented there's a youtuber called kyla which it's spelled k-y-e-l-u-h who has a paranormal experience video about this hotel so if you guys want to learn more about the crescent hotel um you can just look Back up then. kyla on youtube and she talks about the crescent hotel experience she had and oh. ghost Adve- and i think ghost adventures did an episode here as well
1: that's probably where i've heard of it yeah <laughs> I'm
0: gonna, I'm gonna check it out now because I'm curious. All right,
1: what's your next? My one? next story is called "You're Not My Mom." You're not my dad, ass. You're, not, you're <laughs> not my dad. <laughs> I will start by saying experiences and encounters are nothing new or out of the ordinary to me, my family, or or all my cultural background. That being said, there are still, uh, they are still odd and sometimes frightening, but I'd like to share three experiences that happened in my bedroom at different times. Here's the first. I was laying in bed restless, laying on my side, facing my bedroom door, trying to fall asleep. Nothing unusual as this was, a year, as this was years ago, and as most people in their late teens, early 20s, we have terrible sleep schedules. I was just taking deep breaths and trying to clear my mind of all thoughts of the things I had to do the next day or of things I did previously. I keep my bedroom door open, as does everyone else in my home, and we all keep a dim light on in the common area, just beyond the bedroom, so the light creeps in just barely. I was just getting comfortable when I noticed someone peeking in from my door frame. Even with the dim light, it was still too dark to see, but I just assumed it was my mother. The main features were there. Long, dark hair, about the same height and shape. My mother would occasionally, though rarely, peek in to make sure I was in bed or if I was okay if she ever had a bad dream. She did this with my brother, too. The woman overthinks a lot. (laughs) I was just getting comfortable and didn't want to move or say anything, thinking she would just go back to bed. The figure came into my room slowly, like it was taking very small steps or trying to be cautious. Once it, reached its, uh, once it reached the side of my bed, it put its arms out, when this, and when this happened, I figured I would sit up and say, Hey, Mom, I'm okay. What's going on? As I sat up, and before I could get a single word out, the, figures, the shadowy figure simply dispersed. It's hard to describe, but it was like it simply came apart from itself. I remember just being confused for a moment and thinking, well, you're not my mom, before <laughs> laying back down and going back to sleep. <laughs> Second story. I was laying in bed once again, not, but not trying to sleep. I was just thinking about everything going on in my life at that time. I started to overthink and stress myself out, so I decided to take a long, deep breath. I closed my eyes and did so. When I opened them to my surprise... A face, a face was staring back at me. It was floating in front of my eyes, this milky white, almost see-through figure. It looked rooted as if it had flesh that had melted away. Oh, rotted. They mean rotted. It looked rotted as if its flesh had melted away. I sat there confused, and we looked at each other for a few seconds. I remember thinking, okay, where is this thing? Does it want something? Is it... It isn't doing anything. Is it trying to scare me? Not even a moment after it flew at me while opening its ghostly mouth, I flinched as it flew past me and went away. Nothing else happened. Like the first experience, no feeling of danger or fear. If I felt completely normal, except that I was pretty annoyed about the whole thing. I kept thinking to myself, what did that thing even want? What was the point of all that? If it just wanted something, it could have just waited a moment. <laughs> The third time is the least entertaining but the most terrifying to me. Once again, in my room, in bed, just hanging out, nothing out of the ordinary was happening. I was just relaxing. I got a feeling, a terrible one, and the best way I can describe it is just pure terror. I had an instinctive reaction to look at the foot of my bed, and I saw this thick, white, smoky figure coming in from my window and starting to combine itself. The smoke started to build the shape and body and that's when i freaked out i physically yelled out and i remember kicking my legs up and around as i did it to sit myself up as i did it to sit myself up it didn't last long and never fully formed but what i was left with is my heart pounding out of my chest all night and just not feeling safe these all took place within a number of years when i was having many of my experiences the last i would say was about three years ago I always wondered why the third terrified me, even though I never saw the figure or interacted with it. Any thoughts or similar experiences would be wonderful to hear. The end.
0: Well, I can't say I necessarily had similar experiences, because those all sound super fucked up.
1: Yeah, right. Um,
0: but... So, the second story. They said that they were definitely awake, or could it, do you think it could possibly be sleep paralysis?
1: It might have been sleep paralysis, um, so I'm not sure.
0: I was watching this documentary last night because I got super mm-hmm. bored, and mm-hmm. it, I, I was looking at more about the Hat Man. So oh, oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah. Someone on it was Quartz Network on YouTube, and they did an interview with a guy that studies weird sleeping patterns at UCLA, and. While he says, you know, obviously sleep paralysis is something of the head where, you know, your brain is working, but your body still hasn't caught up to the fact that you're awake or whatever. He said that even though there's, like, a science behind it, there's still no explanation as to when people are in sleep paralysis why it's always a negative connotation. Like, mm-hmm. why it's always, like, a dark entity or spirit. So he said that yeah, that's something that's still now that really I think weird. about
1: it, I never hear of anyone, like, in sleep paralysis having a good time
0: yeah so it's like why is that I mean it could be something like psychological or whatever Mm -hmm. but what are the odds that everyone that experiences sleep paralysis have negative experiences with it
1: yeah that's weird
0: yeah so something to think about even scientists I feel like connect sleep paralysis to paranormal in the sense that it could be a dark entity yeah all right. So my next story is titled "An Unusual Drive I Won't Forget in a Hurry." So I'll start with a little bit of background details. I live in the UK and have family in a small town, which is about a twenty-minute drive away from where I am. The family that live in town said, "My um the oh wait the la, 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 la. all right." <laughs> I live in the UK, and I have a family in a small town, which is about 20-minute drive away from where I am. The family that live in said town, or my dad's first wife and my half-brother, and their families, we all get on rather well and visit them quite often, when not in the current self-isolation. <laughs> One <laughs> evening, while driving through some rather heavy fog, I'm driving along the main road, which connects the two towns, a road I know rather well. I could see the rear of a large dark colored van about <coughs> Bless you. Thank Bless you. you. <laughs> about 100 to 200 feet ahead with its fog lights illuminated and all seems fine. There is nothing behind me and nothing ahead of the van. I'm following said van for approximately three to four miles when we come to a rather heavily wooded section round some rather tight corners. All of a sudden, the fog became thicker, which isn't usual, Uh, which isn't unusual along this stretch. However, I noticed the van ahead had slowed down, so I bring my speed down to match the continue following the van around the next corner. At this point, the van in front bounces up the curb on the outside of the corner and heads towards a number of trees. Just as the van is about to hit the trees, it just disappears into the fog and vanishes. This is where it hits me rather quickly as I'm driving along. I have two half-brothers. One is still living and the other one passed away in a road accident between my home and the town my family live at in a van crash about 12 years ago. I later found out the spot where the van I saw going off the road was exactly the same spot my half-brother left the road and was killed (sighs) instantly when his van collided with the tree. He wasn't wearing a seatbelt, which is very much out of the ordinary for him. I believe I watched a replay of his final moments on his way home from work that evening. It was more. It has one more twist, though. So as I, ra- I, was, I was driving along at the brow of Hill, a few corners along the road, a rather large deer was stood out in the middle of the road. Maybe my half-brother slowing down was preparing me for said deer. I've driven along the same road many times and haven't seen anything out of the ordinary since even under heavy fog conditions. I have a few more stories, but I've been rambling on a little too much, so I'll save them for another time. <laughs> wow that is nuts like imagine seeing the replay of your half brother's death death that's yeah. fucked
1: up that's i don't think i'd want to see crazy. that. crazy the deer in the middle of the road for some reason was making me think of that scene in harry potter when he sees his patronus Wait, which one was that i think it was was it Deathly Halloween? I don't know. I need to rewatch all of them.
0: Oh, wait. Were you ever a Twilight fan?
1: I was not. Okay.
0: Did Because I was going to say, did you hear that they're coming out? Stephanie Meyer just came out with a new Twilight series. But now everything from the Twilight book is in the perspective of Edward Cullen rather than Bella.
1: Ooh, that's going to yeah. be actually really interesting.
0: <laughs> so, okay. So I used to love Twilight when I was, like, 11, 12. But then, mm-hmm. like... As I've gotten older and I was, like, watching the movies, which I love watching the movies just because, like, they're so corny, though, if you think about it. Like, the writing is super corny. But Mm -hmm. I loved it growing up as, like, a preteen. So um, I don't know if you know this, but the cast that filmed Twilight, like Robert Pattinson, Kristen Stewart, they Mm -hmm. all hated hated filming Twilight. Like, they (laughs) openly talked about how much they hated it, how corny they thought it was, how ridiculous. So there was a meme of... Um, Robert Pattinson smoking a cigarette with, like, dark circles under his eyes and and someone goes, Rob Pattinson right now when he finds out there's a new Twilight book series coming out. (laughs) You know Rob Pattinson's like, I am not being a part of this shit. I already let this control my life. (laughs) (laughs) Literally. So I thought it was so funny because I was like, damn. Like, the fact that even the people that were acting in the movie that made them millions openly said they hated it so much (laughs) was so funny to me.
1: That's so a funny. bold
0: choice. That really was. But I guess they were like, you can't fire us. Like, you can't replace us with the main characters. You can't do anything to stop us. Yeah, true. Us. What
1: are they going to do? Yeah.
0: All right, Lily, what's your next story?
1: Okay. This one is called My Encounter with a Shadow Figure Last Night. Mm. Let me start by saying nothing like this has ever happened to me in life. And overall, I'm not super into paranormal things. However, after what I experienced last night, I just can't stop thinking about it. I went to bed last night like normal. I slept soundly until around three thirty AM. I woke up for no reason, only to notice above my wife who was laying next to me a dark shadow. I mean the room with a I mean the room with was dark, but this thing was pure dense black. I looked it and I looked at it and immediately it was in my face face to face with me. Although I had some facial although it had some facial features It was just blackness. It didn't say anything, but I felt threatened. The next second, it had moved to the foot of the corner of the bed. um, It stayed there for a while. I just kept looking. As I couldn't believe what was happening, but the darkness of this figure was like a black hole, and he was 100% there until he wasn't. I went back to sleep after all this, only to wake up and look at what I saw on Google. To my shock, an entity people called the Hat Man, ding, 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 popped up. (laughs) It 110% describes what I saw. A dense black figure, no facial features, with the feature that I mostly noticed was a big, flat, brimmed hat. When it it came face-to-face with me, it was irritated and trying to intimidate me. However, when it stood at the end of my bed, I didn't feel like I was in danger at all. I don't do drugs. I don't drink. I don't really watch horror movies. And I can't, I just can't explain this. I haven't told anyone about this. Should I be concerned with what I experience? Am I in danger from this entity? What should I do next? Sorry, like I said, I'm a complete novice to anything paranormal and completely, and honestly, I'm completely spooked. Uh, thank you for any advice or knowledge on this topic. The end. What's so we t- have another Hatman
0: story. Yeah, like what is what is your take? Do you think that because my experiences with Hatman have always been positive, or just I've had no emotion towards it? I just knew it was there and it didn't bother yeah. me. But a lot of experiences I'm hearing, or that they're malicious, or they're evil, or uh, some, or they're demonic. What what did you take from this story?
1: It could be that people just. Th- are scared and that's why they just assume it's demonic and bad yeah you know what i mean because Uh it's something different that they've never seen before and it's tall and it's dark and it's big you know what i mean so it's yeah yeah, it's intimidating so you you know you feel small you feel scared it's the middle of the night you're in a vulnerable place definitely so you just assume that it's demonic Mm -hmm. but we have read stories where people do see the hat man and then bad stuff follows yeah Uh, but is it happening because he came or did he come to warn you that's a good point yeah it's, it's, you know, yeah,
0: maybe he can't stop the shitty thing from happening, but maybe he's there as preparation for you to get ready for something to happen so that you're not completely yeah. caught off guard. It's it like could a, it be. Definitely is, it definitely depends on your perspective. That makes sense. Yeah. And for me,
1: I always grew perspective up... Perspective is everything.
0: Yeah, and growing up, for me, I always was surrounded by knowing things about the paranormal and ghosts <laughs> and things like that, so maybe me seeing the hat man... And my mom seeing the hat man, it really didn't phase us as much because we knew that they wasn't physically doing anything to us. Exactly. So it didn't make a difference whether we saw him or not. It's interesting. All right. My next story is titled, My roommate Let something into our apartment and it isn't good. Oh, great. It's all been all right for the most part. I'm somewhat sensitive to spirits and can sense them if they're around. There are two that linger in my apartment, one that particularly likes to mess with me, but it will stop if I ask or tell it to. The other one I just see out of the corner of my eye sometimes. I've been back to my parents' house for the last few weeks, so my roommate was there alone. He said he heard something tapping at his window, which is impossible because we're on the fourth floor and there's no trees on that side of the building. He ignored it, but then something started knocking on the window side wall. Hard knocks. And then he heard a hissing and growling noise from right outside the window. It wasn't what... It wasn't what was already in the apartment because those aren't bad and we don't mind their presence. This one was trying to get in and my roommate said it made him feel like he had flight or flight. Flight or fight. It stopped eventually, but now I don't think it went away like he thought. I had to leave to take the trash out yesterday and I think whatever it was slipped in. I just got back and I have never felt such a sense of dread in this apartment. Ever. I'm not religious of any sort, but I do believe in the power of a salt line. I could tell whatever it was had taken ownership of my roommate's room because it physically gave me chills and goosebumps when I walked by, so I put a line of salt at my doorway so I couldn't evade my space. It's been about four hours since I've been back, and me and my roommate have taken shelter in my room because he kept feeling something kick his bed when he was sitting on it and was tapping the walls in threes. I know for a fact that ain't good. (laughs) Other (laughs) Other than the salt line, I've been ignoring it. It wants a reaction, and I'm not going to give it one. I'm just going to ignore it until it realizes that it's not going to be able to get what it needs from me and hope that it goes to stalk and feed off somebody else. I hope that works out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess I guess another theory is just to ignore it, but that can either be a good thing or a bad thing, because if you ignore it, maybe it'll go away because it wants the attention, it wants to feed off of your sad and fearful energy, or... Mm-hmm maybe it gets more pissed that you're ignoring it and then it starts building up more and more and more and just drains your energy anyway so it can make itself more known to you wow so I mean you are you definitely are rolling the dice here so good luck yeah I feel like it's
1: 50-50 I feel like it depends on what you're dealing with yeah like poltergeist a poltergeist might give up and but they have no like idea what they're demon? dealing with
0: so yeah it could yeah.
1: be a demon good oh luck boy. sis all right this one is called five knocks on my door so before i get into what happened i have been taking z to help me fall asleep at a decent time since i've been having an issue with that so i'm not entirely sure if it was a dream or that i was half asleep at the time i'm also on mobile so sorry for a bad format or any grammatical errors okay so i was just about to fall asleep last night when i heard five knocks on my bedroom door My boyfriend was asleep next to me, so I assumed it was our roommate, only to realize that he had gone to sleep long before us. I was totally freaked out, but I know I heard five distinct knocks on our door. It's never happened to me before, and normally I can put it off as something else in the house. But this time, it was like someone was standing outside of my door and knocking. I didn't want to open it because I do believe in spirits trying to enter other people's lives and was skeptical that if I did, I would allow something in that I didn't want in my life. Um, I'm just so confused as to if it could have all been in my head or if something is out there. Please let me know if this has happened to anyone else on any, and any insight on this. The end. Hmm. So... I've taken I've taken ZQL before, and really all it does is make me drowsy. Like I don't hallucinate. I don't. If it was like a strong hallucinogen, it would be a lot harder to get.
0: When I take ZQL because I take the um, the melatonin, like the the gummies, mm-hmm. I fall asleep within the first thirty minutes. And every time I take ZQL I never have dreams and I sleep through everything, and I just sometimes I wake up drowsy, um depending if mm-hmm. I drank like water or something before or not. Um but yeah I've never experienced anything like negative or like had yeah. experiences like that. So like what do you yeah. think it was?
1: Uh well there's not a lot of information so I don't know like specifics of what it was but I do think there's something there from what I from what from my own calculations.
0: Do you think this is someone that just like is not familiar with the paranormal so you can't really tell if it's a negative or positive? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Okay, so my next story, I'll do, uh, I'll do this one. Um, Las Vegas slash Henderson six 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 house. Ooh. This might be a stretch as some people do not remember or know about its existence, but has anyone been to that six 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 house in Vegas? It was torn down a few years back. Finally, after another fire took place, a few had happened in its history, and I hear Zach Bagans added the staircase to his museum before that happened, but I cannot confirm. And then, edit, stairs have been confirmed not to be from this house. Anyway, (laughs) one thing I always thought was interesting is that a lot of people who deny the paranormal still cannot explain some of the experiences that they had there. The actual address was 669 or 6690, and the 9 was flipped to read 666. It was a somewhat popular place in Vegas, especially around Halloween, for people to sneak into and do makeshift rituals or play with Ouija boards. However, since most people are not that knowledgeable about what they are doing, you would hear many stories about people opening boards, getting spooks, running out without closing them, which of course just added to the madness. There were also supposed rituals held there. There were blood on the walls and floor, often around different demonic symbols. Growing up, paranormal experiences were commonplace for me, and I did my best to not put myself in situations that can make things worse. So I actively avoid this place and even felt uneasy driving past it, as you could see from the main road. But more recently, I've taken an interest in some of the city's more unusual places and would love to hear if anyone has ever had any experiences there. So pretty much she like was asking for a couple of experiences on this thread mm-hmm. because I personally have never heard of this six six six, six, six I don't six think house. I have either. So, um, so pretty much, um, there's like a whole history on it. Um, it's located in front of the Wayne Newton's mansion and it's six, six, nine Oh, South Pecos road. Um, and there's just like a lot of, there's like a lot of stories about like people like voodoo, um, junkies living in the house after it was like deserted and stuff like that um what was what was the one that i had here um okay i've never been to the 666 house 666 house but my girlfriend's house has some a creepy ass feel to it just like the 666 house i did use ouija boards and close each session properly but there are times either where either me or my girlfriend would go trace like states and i opened a doorway that let in demonic things and she dug up a voodoo hex bag in the basement that house is definitely haunted spirits and there's been murders in it about 100 years ago and it also used to be a funeral home as well so i can only imagine what history the (laughs) 666 house has as well um and let's say um yeah but there are a lot of I'm surprised. There aren't a lot of people's experiences talking about the Henderson 666 house. They talk about a lot that were similar to mm-hmm. experiences heard about the 666 house, but it seems like not a lot of people want to talk about their own experiences. Either people are so traumatized by the house mm-hmm. that they don't like to actually talk about it and they talk about it in brief detail, mm-hmm. or the people that have had the real experiences never made it out to tell the tale. Ooh. So, yeah, I think I, think I definitely want to do, an, like, an episode, like, once we get back to our weekly episodes, talking about maybe some Las Vegas haunted sites and maybe try to yes. incorporate this. Love that. All right, what's your next story?
1: Okay, my next story is called, Am I Being Haunted by Evil Spirits? So, my mom lives in a condo. Two years ago, the mother upstairs died, and last year, my mom's dad died. Since the first death, my mom and I have had experiences, mine much more aggressive than hers. I believe, I believe the first thing that happened was when I went to bed in my bedroom. I felt like there was an awful, evil presence watching me, so terrifying that I had the covers over my head all night. I could barely breathe and never fell asleep that night. I suddenly hear creaking, pull through the covers, um, and see the door opening by itself. I sprint out hyperventilating and crying and burst into my mom's room. She was pretty out of it and told me I was dreaming. I turned towards the clock and it was just a few minutes after three o'clock AM. Oh boy. Of course. I never 3 believed in the witching hour. Uh but this but this was the thing that convinced me. The next thing that happened was either a dream or sleep paralysis. But in the middle of the night I saw a bunch of hands grab my arms and legs and try to pull me into the ground. Maybe even to hell, I think. I snapped out of it somehow, but it felt so real. I felt the hands. I felt everything. The third one wasn't as scary as the previous two. I was home alone doing work on my Chromebook, and a cereal box fell over. I just thought it was odd and fixed it. A few minutes later, a bunch of stacked-up boxes fell over and almost hit me. I called my mom, and she said that I would say hi to Grandpa, who she thought it was. Uh, but I didn't think grandpa did that. The last major event was when I had a big test the next day and needed sleep. But every time I'd almost fall asleep, I'd feel someone grab and shake me by the shoulders and scream, wake up at me. Oh, God, that's terrible. Mm. Um, I got no sleep that night. The, the experiences my mom has had are sweet and kind, while mine are aggressive. Am I being haunted by evil spirits, a possible demon, or am I just going crazy?
0: I don't know, I think there's something dark in that house.
1: I think that it's being really nasty to whoever wrote this and being really nice to their mom so that they feel singled out and alone.
0: Yeah. And especially being young and at that age, you're already starting to question everything about yourself and like what you're going through, you're already stressed out. So you're automatically like oh you're automatically gonna be looked at as like, Oh, you're just stressing out, you're just overthinking, yeah. you're you know. So it's smart that this spirit is trying to single out this specific person, but yeah. it sucks because they're the only ones going through it and can't even have their mom to be like, oh, yeah, no, I experienced these dark things, too. Like, let's get <laughs> out of here. Let's try to do something to stop it. So definitely not the grandpa. Definitely a dark spirit that lives in that house. Be careful. Babe, <laughs> do the salt line.
1: Yes. Or salt sage. Line. sage. Yes.
0: All right, so my last story is titled My Sister, Her Insanity, and Her quote unquote Woman. A little backstory. As a kid, I moved around a lot. I lived in a total of eight different countries. The fifth country I lived in was Germany. I lived in the city of Kiel in, Sch- in Schleswig Holstein, North Germany, near Denmark. I lived here for nine months between the ages of 11 and 12. I'm 20 now. I have four siblings, an older sister and a brother, and a younger sister and brother. Now on to the actual supposed paranormal side of this. My mother and father worked from the hours of 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. During this time, we'd be at school and then home alone for three hours. My younger sister, age 7 at the time, and my younger brother, age 9 at the time, were picked up by a family friend and taken to her house... During this time, my older brother, age 16 at the time, went to his girlfriends or went to play football, etc. Only me and my sister, age 12 at the time, were home. We lived in Germany for exactly two weeks. We arrived at our house, and unfortunately, we found our cat, he was 18, had passed away. We weren't religious, but our cleaner was, when she found us crying over our cat, she prayed. Before leaving that night around 5 p.m., she said, I am so sorry. We told her it was fine, we'd get a new cat and then she said no girls I am sorry for what is to happen in the future she said that exactly our German was bad her English wasn't the best we didn't understand but being the children we are we brush it off we went to play Wii Sports instead about a week (laughs) later about a week later we got home my older brother came with us for once we'd all been sitting around for a few minutes when my brother said my name I bet we can play hide and seek and you will lose and then my sister said she wanted to join my god I wish we never played We decided that the top floor was the house was off limits and we'd play on the bottom floor. So we did. It went well until we couldn't find my sister for an hour and a half. Oh, shit. My parents got home and we said we lost her. They went into the gardens to search. My father got angry. He went to the bar. We searched absolutely everywhere (laughs) until my mom went into the attic and she was there. My mom went over to her to ask why she didn't stay on the bottom floor, and my sister hit her away. My mom was very weak, and she hit the wall and cut her arm open. My mom came out and said that she was leaving her in there, and she isn't getting any food until she comes out. (laughs) Jesus Christ. She didn't come out. She stayed up there for four days before getting so dehydrated that she came down and fell down the stairs. We took it to the hospital, and she had broken her collarbones. She stayed in the hospital for a while. What the fuck type of family dynamic is this? Okay. <laughs> when we got back, she was never the same. She wouldn't speak, and she'd only eat basic and very little amounts of food. My parents were very angry. They had no sympathy and probably weren't really the best parents. This carried on for the rest of our time in Germany until my sister said one day, after not speaking at all for three weeks, I saw something. This drove my mom insane. We soon moved. This carried on for a while until I was 15 and she was 16. She no longer went to school. She had a wheelchair because she refused to walk. At this point, we still lived in the same country after Germany, which was the small country of Monaco. We lived in Monte Carlo. It was like a paradise for me. I was very, very happy. My sister didn't like it. She became angry at me and me only. She started to hit me, bite me, scratch me. My mom took my side. She'd become distant from my older sister, and I was, to be honest, her favorite child. My father Mm -hmm. took my sister's side, saying this wasn't her fault. Two weeks before my 16th birthday, she started to talk. It was just rambling, but it was stuff like, I saw them, I saw things, etc., etc., etc. The day before my 16th birthday, we were all having a meal, and she started smiling. My dad looked up and said, my mom's name, she's happy. See, she's happy. This resulted in an argument for a few minutes. After this ridiculous (laughs) argument was over, my sister just said in a completely normal voice, before her voice was quiet and broke up a lot, I want my name to see them too. This freaked out my mother. The next day I had my birthday, and the same day my mother told me we were going on a road trip. Just me and my other sister, who was 12 at the time, we took a road trip all the way over to Belarus, on the other side of Europe. My parents were divorced, and my mom bought a lovely house in Belarus just for her, me, and my younger sister using the divorce money. I have never seen my father, either of my brothers or sister, again. I know that they now live in Wyoming, my dad's birthplace, and my sister currently came out of a mental facility. Apparently, she's fine now. My mother and my younger sister, currently 16, now live in Liechtenstein, my mom's birthplace, and I live in, with my roommate in Croatia. This family's all over the
1: place. Yeah, I was about to say. It's like Carmen Sandiego. It's, <laughs>
0: every, everything was normal until my sister texted me on my 20th birthday, April 1st. Oh, my birthday! Hey. Her text exactly reads, Dear, insert my name, happy birthday. Now that you have reached 20 and I am stable, I can tell you what I saw. There was a woman. At first, I thought she was a man, but she was a woman. She told me I was her baby. She was dark, not dark-skinned, but she was gray. Like a shadow, I want to tell you because I worry that you will see her too, but she's never stopped following me. Sometimes she goes away. Sometimes she stays with me for a very long time. The medication doesn't make her go away. The medication makes her kind to me. I love you from my sister's name. I apologize for any spelling errors in her text. She did miss a lot of school and I can't be asked to correct and I can't be asked to correct them. I have no idea what to think anymore. To be quite honest, I still haven't responded to her text. I don't know what to say. I'm very tempted to say wrong number, sorry.
1: Oh, that's the coldest part of all of this. How
0: fucking nuts is that story? That, that needs to a be wild a movie story that you found good way to end on and i just i can't i and the fact that the housekeeper knew that their life was going to change after the cat died and it was going to be like dark things didn't know it was exactly that but i think the ghost lady that the sister saw killed the cat you think so i think so i didn't even think of it like that but yeah that could definitely be a, a theory for sure yeah Alright guys, so that concludes this episode of Jess Ghoulie Things The Quarantine Spooky Story Special Episode 49. Thank you so much for listening. Lily, do you have anything to add before we go with the socials? Oh uh, Not that I can think of. I think we're good. Live and stay in one country. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Alright uh, let's go through the socials. Follow us on Instagram Yay.
1: at just Ghouly Things Podcast.
0: Personal Instagrams at Rebecca Rupert and
1: at Lily Baldessari. Twitter. JGT Podcast. Facebook Like page. Just Ghouly Things Podcast. Facebook Private Group. Just Ghouly Things Podcast Group. Donate to our Patreon.
0: Just Ghouly Things Podcast. And if you or someone you know has a paranormal experience they'd like to share on our show, feel free to email us at Bully things podcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening, Boo Things. Rate us five stars and review us on Apple Podcasts. Share our podcast with everyone you know, and we will talk to Boo tomorrow. G- Goodbye! Goodbye.